All right, we're going here. Welcome to the TD Podcast. It is December 10th, 2019, getting close to the new year. I am joined here by my boy, Dakota Cruz. What's up, everyone? It's Dakota Cruz. This is one of my first times doing this with my boy, Drew, here. Um, uh, quick first thing, uh, my, my, my old high school, <clears throat> the old day Fighting Irish, uh, unfortunately lost in the state championship game, 3A. You know, shout out to those guys. Those are some dogs, but, you know, hopefully we can get him next year. Always go Irish. <clears throat> Been a tough week for him. Had to uh, watch his alma mater lose. Yeah. But, you know what? <clears throat> That's all right because we got a good week of football in the NFL. Great week of football. Great tough week. tough one for us. You're a Seahawks fan, right? Oh, yeah. Big Seahawks fan, ride or die. You know, my dad and grandpa have had season tickets since 2004, you know, so we go back to Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, over break, hopefully I can get to, you know, that Cardinal game or, you know, that big game, Week 17, at home against the Niners. You know, it's going to be a big one for us. That'll, be a, that'll be a big one. That'll be a big one. Tough loss this week with the Seahawks <clears throat> traveling down to L.A. I was worried about this game. I was a little bit shaky about it. Seahawks have had a lot of close <clears throat> games. You know, you just kind of felt at some point that we eventually the ball wasn't going to fall our way in these one-score games, and we're going to take an L. I didn't expect us to lose by 16 to L.A., yeah. but – it was kind of tough. I mean, really, they just looked like they wanted it more yeah. at some points in the game. I think we weren't playing with that sense of desperation or, like, the need for the game, which I thought, I mean, shit, if you're going for a number one seed, you got to be trying to win every game and exactly. going all out. L.A. just kind of, they looked like they needed it, which they desperately did to stay in the playoff hunt. And they got it. But I was kind of disappointed with that one. The ball wasn't just going our way. The offense looked really bad at times. Really bad, yeah. And, you know, Shaquille Griffin kind of said it, you know, you know, like right after the game, you know, I think everyone was just kind of feeling themselves too much, you know, five game winning streak, you know, I think everyone kind of got ahead of themselves, you know, they hadn't, now I don't think they can remember the last time they lost on prime time, so I think that was a big factor too, coming in Sunday night, um, yeah, tough loss, but hopefully we can bounce back, you know, on the road, Carolina. You know, sometimes a, a loss is good for a team, get your head on back straight, humble yourself a little bit. Obviously, it sucks to lose an in-division game, but at least it wasn't to the Niners. I'd rather have have it happen against L.A. than have it against Arizona in a for-sure win or, yeah. or Carolina in a game we should win. Exactly. Or, you know, especially against the Niners in that last game of the season. Um, one of the craziest things was Gurley looked really good. He yeah. Looked, he looked yeah, like wow. an old self again. Yeah. Didn't look like he was feeling those knee or arthritis problems at all. Yeah, it didn't look like the knee was an issue at all. And like, probably, you know, over 100 rushing yards, you know, a touchdown, you know. Solid game for Gurley, um, you know. Kind of hate to see it, you know, his only good game he plays against us, which sucks, but, you know. You know I mean, the Rams are rolling, you know. You can see that when he is healthy, he makes that much of a difference He's, in that team. Yeah, he is the X Factor. If he was playing like his old self this entire year, there's a good chance that, that team has at least like two more wins. Mm-hmm. Especially in yeah. the especially in the first game that they played in Seattle this year. I mean, arguably they should have won that game. They probably should have won, that yeah. That field goal that was just too high over the post and they couldn't tell if it was good or not, so they just ruled it out. Yeah. Kind of crazy. I mean, shit, if you get a healthy girly in there, who knows if they even have to make a last-second field goal. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, if he can stay at this point, pace and who knows maybe minnesota drops another game or two yeah and they sneak in they could be a really dangerous they wild could be card dangerous team. they could be dangerous i mean, I mean a- yeah i mean i mean yeah the rams definitely could be dangerous you know i'm still kind of i'm still kind of shaky about jared goff you know i mean obviously mm-hmm. you know he's had some rough games but and like he played pretty good you know against that seahawks secondary not saying you know you know we don't have the best secondary. Like, we obviously probably don't, but, you know, like, Goff, Goff got some burning. You know, he, he played pretty solid, you know, and I'm pretty curious to see what he does next week, you know, um, on the road against the Cowboys. So, should be a good one. Yeah, they had a pretty good game. I mean, Sean McVay was calling some really good plays. Yeah. They really did look like the Rams of last year. Yeah. And it might be a little bit too late for them to get it rolling, um, but I, I, I just – Sean McVay was – called a really good game yeah he did yeah he did <clears throat> and honestly yeah you're probably right it might be a little bit too late because if you look at it this way the cowboys you know they're fighting for you know uh that division uh and you know i think that you know they, they have to win this game against the rams you know at home because then they go at philly and then they finish the season 
at home against the Redskins. So this has to be, you know, a must-win game, you know, for both teams. But ultimately, I think the Cowboys should, should you know, should get this. They're at home. You know, they've just been on another three-game losing streak. You know, it's time to, you know. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but, you know, they should, they should definitely pick it up this week. I think the Cowboys are a better team than Philadelphia is. Yeah. But, yeah, it really is. I I probably assume that they're going to go into that last game probably with the same exact record, if not a game off with basically just everything on the line for that. It's going to be yeah. an ex- it's going to be a really exciting game. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. I think whoever comes out, but either of them loses in the first round. I don't think. Yeah, for sure. Especially because <clears throat> it's either going to be San Francisco or us. Yeah. That they're going to have to play, and I think either of us goes in there and just smacks the shit out of them. Yeah, and I think you know Seahawks losing last year, you know in Dallas, you know if revenge if, game, revenge game for sure. Yeah. Like I think the Seahawks need to just like understand that. I mean, if if the Cowboys win the win the East, and you know and we stick to the five. You know we should win that game just because of just because of that revenge game. Like we need that. Well, first. and we're just significantly better than yeah. we were last year, and the Cowboys are significantly worse than <laughs> yeah. we were last year. Like like six and seven, unbelievable. I I would love it if whoever won that division won it at seven and nine. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, wow. If they both just like lost out. Yeah. And then whoever won in the last game won the last game. Yeah. I thought that that would be hilarious. I would love that. That'd be very very funny. <laughs> and it would and it would take it away from the Seahawks as being the only team to go seven and nine, and make the playoffs. Which I don't know. Maybe I kind of like that the Seahawks are the only team that's done it. I think it makes it cooler because we won. You know. Yeah. With the beast quake, I think hopefully nobody takes that from us. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, there's some good matchups coming up this week in week. Uh, what are we at? Fifteen. 15, 15 yeah, in the NFL. Fifteen. Yeah, we got some highlighted games. Obviously. Dallas at the Rams. We've just talked about both those teams. I think is it Dallas at the Rams? No, it's Dallas is at home. Okay, yeah, um, Dallas that, is at home. See, I was gonna say if the Rams are at home, then it's way different. All Rams, but that, yeah. that game's gonna be really close. It'll probably come down to one play. Um, yeah, for both sure. teams really need it. Yeah. So I don't know who you give the edge to. I think the Rams are probably you know better. Yeah. Uh, they're better than Dallas, yeah. but Dallas is at home. Yeah, as of right now, which makes a yeah. difference. It does make a difference. Right now, you know, the Rams are the better team, I believe, and I think a lot of people in America believe too. Um, and the Cowboys, I don't know, they're like at home, you know, in a must-win game. Obviously, it's not a must-win game, you know, because you, you go at Philly, but, you know, every game is crucial. Like, you know, like you said, this is week 15, you know, who knows what's going to yeah. happen. If I did have to make a prediction, though, I, I think I'm going to go with the Rams. the Rams. I think the Rams are just a better team. And, I mean, shit, Dallas has had crucial must-win games at home yeah. the last, like, Three weeks and they've lost. Yeah, not so. yeah, not to mention their Thanksgiving loss at home against the Bills. Unbelievable. Just like I wasn't even really close. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't close. I did not expect that. You know, and you know, coming from a loss against the Patriots, which is, you know, seem realistic. I thought they were gonna come out on Thanksgiving, you know, booming. You know, I thought Zeke was gonna eat. I thought Dak was gonna go to work, but you know, it just wasn't the case. And, you know, Buffalo surprised him. And and, you know, right here, that's another one of my big games we have is Buffalo at Pittsburgh on that, Sunday night. That's that is an interesting game. Very interesting. I like that one, too. Both teams that really want it. Buffalo, I mean, they've got their nose right in the division race right now. They do. Dow- or, uh, New England struggling. New England is struggling. And Buffalo, I mean, shit. They got another game against New England. Yeah. If, if I'm New England, I'm kind of tight about that game. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Very I'm nervous. a little bit nervous about it because Buffalo's defense looks really good, and Josh Allen has actually got it going these last Way few better. weeks. He looks like he looks pretty good. Um, I think Buffalo probably wins this one against Pittsburgh just mm-hmm. because both defenses are good. They're probably about equal on defense, and I'll take Josh Allen over Devlin Hodges right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there, Drew. I mean, even though Pittsburgh's at home and they're on a roll, you know, they started off the season 1-4, and four, and now they're at 8-5. and five. You know, props to them, props to Tomlin. But, yeah, like, the Bills are rolling. You know, I mean, that game against Dallas was huge for them. Um, and, you know, obviously they just lost to the Ravens, but, you know, I mean, Lamar's the MVP, so I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, so why not? But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, I'm pretty sure I have the Bills too. Um, I think Josh Allen is going to be that factor. So, Ma- um, matchup of two really good coaches, two got guy, two yeah. guys that are arguably right there in the race for coach of the year. Yeah, so that should be interesting. That'll that'll be a good one. Two really well coached teams right in the playoff hunt. That'll be a good one this week. Can't wait. And then yeah, my last game of the week right here is you know two eight and five teams, uh, Houston at Tennessee. Um, you know, playing for the division. You know, this is for the division, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously they have that week seventeen matchup in Houston. 
Um, but this is kind of a big factor. Um, you know, Houston, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh are all eight and five, and I think after this week we'll know, you know, probably who's probably going to be in the playoffs. You know, um, because if Tennessee somehow wins at home and Pittsburgh loses to the Bills, Tennessee will take that that uh, second wild card spot, and Houston, uh, or yeah, Houston will take that wild card spot, and Tennessee will take the division. But you know, like I said, there's two weeks left, so yeah. I kind of like Tennessee here. So do I. Yeah, they I mean, are really hot right now. Derrick Henry is just going off. Unbelievable. Off. Unbelievable. He is an elite running back. It's time for every, everybody to admit he is an elite running back. Yeah, he is. Tannehill is playing out of his mind. Yeah, Tannehill. To the point where it's not even, <clears throat> wow, okay, Tannehill's playing good. This is really nice for Tennessee. It's to the point where it's like, man, tennis, you know, Tannehill might be the long-term solution for Tennessee. They might be. And, yeah, a lot of people didn't really think he was, but, I mean, he's just, he's turning around. Like, he's, I mean, he, he's had experience, obviously, you know, his uh, tenure with the Dolphins, but, you know, he's a, a, a pretty solid QB. Definitely worth, you know, playing him over Mariota. Oh, for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, just the Texans, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Like, they beat the Patriots at home on Sunday night. And then they just lose to the Broncos. Lay a fucking dud against <laughs> yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, lay a big. I mean, they were dud. down twenty eight, I think, at one point. Yeah, and it, it was, was ridiculous. Ugly. Like, like I was shocked. Like I, I didn't know what they were doing. I was know, shocked. Watson didn't look like himself. Mm-mm. And you know, you know, they, you know, they played a good game, you know, at home against New England. But you know, that was two weeks ago, so you can't do on the pass for mm-hmm. Houston. So, yeah, I mean, for pretty much all these teams here, um, including the Hawks, you know, it's pretty much the future everyone's looking at. You know, we. We saw that uh, Rashad Penny's out for the season. That was a tough blow. Tough blow, tough blow. But and you know, I think you know with Penny being gone, Chris Carson is he has to be the X. Still, ha- still have faith in Carson, but so, yeah, he so has to control the fumbles. He has to. As long, I mean, as long as he doesn't fumble, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he's, he's a great yeah, back. Great, he's a really great. He back. runs really hard. Oh, like, tough. Yeah, he loves I mean, contact. Yeah, he loves contact. He loves running full speed. Um, you know, there's been a few games this season where he's, you know, gone untouched to the end zone for about 40 yards plus carry for a touchdown. Like, you know, it's good. You know, Carson, you know, I'm glad he's on our team. You know, I hope that, you know, ProSize can get some burn in too yeah. uh, at Carolina because, you know, that'll be good because you, you can't really play Carson the whole game. Like, yeah. And obviously well, you need somebody to, yeah. you know, tenure him and get him out of there. Yeah. Um, to get him some breaks. I just, you know, the Seahawks, yeah, tough. Tough loss, but at the same time, we still control our destiny. With the schedule we had, I mean, it was, I mean, I know Carolina has kind of fallen off, and Arizona isn't as great as, you know, well, not they're not they they're not as great as we thought they were going to be, but yeah. they've kind of cooled off from that little run they little had. Yeah, that slight little run. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like Kyler Murray. I think he's a really so good quarterback, and yeah. I think he's gotten better since the beginning of the year mm-hmm. by quite a bit, actually. Yeah, he's definitely a quarterback to look forward to in the coming years. But we were going to drop one at some point. With this, with the schedule we had of tough team after tough team after tough team, and exactly. we had a run, run of like three playoff teams or four, yeah. three, three or four playoff teams in a row. In a row. No just absolute crappy teams. Um, so you just figured there was going to be a week where there was a let off. I'm not mad that it happened at LA. I mean, it kind of sucks that it's a division opponent, but yeah, that one, that one I think hurt. it kind of <laughs> I think it kind of gives you a chance to reset for the final three weeks of the year, win out, win the division, yeah, get that number two or probably possibly number or one. Number seat. one, yeah, because like you said, as long as we're not tied with the Saints, because we do have that loss to them earlier in the yeah. year, which, yeah. which might come back to bite us. But I mean, shit, number one two seed versus number two seed. Be tough to go in the dome, but who knows? They could get beat by then before then anyway. Yeah, like you said, you know Tennessee's on a roll, and Tennessee <clears throat> plays uh, plays the Saints uh, next week, um, or yeah, they they play them. Yeah, play them next week. So that'll be a hot matchup for sure. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be in New Orleans, so it's going to be probably Saints are favored. But you know, you know, I mean, yeah, you never know. I mean, if you know, if if it does come to that where all where all of us went out, they would have the number one seed. But if Tennessee can pull out a miracle. You know, they would have four losses and we would have three. So, you know, we would definitely take that one seed. But, you know, for the Hawks and, you know, for I guess for, the, you know, every NFL team, it's just one week at a time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, you know, big game. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> All right. Um, another game I wanted to go over from this last weekend, Chiefs-Pats. Wow. Did you watch that one? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was a great one. You know, I just, I don't know what's going on with Brady. You know, it's just, you know, he loses to, you know, Mahomes, Watson, and Lamar. You know, I think, 
that whole AFC, you know, it's kind of coming down. Like, those guys are kind of taking over pretty soon. He, he's lost to every team that he probably will have to face in the playoffs, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. could be, you know, construed as a bad thing because obviously you've lost them, but it could also be, hey, it's really tough to beat a team twice in oh, a year. Yeah, yeah. So you've already got that loss prior to them in the season. Yeah. That could be a revenge game all throughout the playoffs. And, like, yeah, and, like, it's just not Tom Brady. Like, the Patriots' defense is pretty good. Like, they're pretty solid. Like, oh, that's yeah. a generational defense. It's easily the best defense in the league. Yeah. They're really solid. And it's, <clears throat> and to be honest, it's not fully on Brady. I yeah, mean, yeah. Never he's got is. Edelman, and then your next best receiver is a rookie who really hasn't been playing that good and then just a bunch of late round guys yeah, that round really aren't that good trades. Can't, they can't get any separation i mean every guy he's throwing to is just blanketed they're double teaming edelman and he can't get open and it's you know he's a 42 year old guy yeah he needs some guys that are you know can get a little bit of separation yeah and like their run game is pretty suspect too like sony michelle is yeah it's not working <laughs> out the sony michelle experience is over yeah I, and They're then, probably yeah. going to get rid of him or cut him after this year. Yeah, and James White, you know, like, he's, he's probably... He's good. Yeah, he's good. You know, he's definitely been the better out the two. Um, but, yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Sonny Michelle, I don't think he's the answer yet. Uh, you know, James White, probably going to see a little bit more burn, you know, this next week at Cincinnati. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, who would have thought, like, the Patriots go from a hard game to playing at Cincinnati. I mean, obviously, you know, no games, you know, promised, but, I mean... The Bengals, you know, yeah, one they'll, in twelve. <laughs> they'll take care of the Bengals, but yeah. it's cause for concern. I mean, they're not going to get the number one seed. Bal oh yeah, Baltimore's yeah. got that wrapped up. Baltimore looks unstoppable. I just the thing with Baltimore is, I mean, when you go on these crazy long win streaks going into the playoffs, what is the point where you know it comes apart? Yeah, in in one game, exactly because like. You know, yeah. I mean, let's say they do win out and you know go and, and go fourteen and two. That's it. Like their win streak essentially is done because like when it comes playoff time, it's one game and anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they'll have the first round bye and 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 you know they'll have you know home field advantage. But you know like all these other teams in the AFC are trying to prove something. You know, obviously the Ravens are legit. Lamar Jackson's probably gonna be MVP, but everyone's gonna come hunting for them. You know, everyone wants to smoke. Everyone wants. Yeah, I mean, we saw the Niners go in there. It was, I mean, it was, yeah. a li it was a little bit rainy, so obviously you got to take the conditions mm -hmm. into a factor. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes, if he has to go into Baltimore, maybe in the second round, in the divisional round, or possibly in the AFC Championship game, however, you know, the seating lines up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Lamar is the MVP this season, and they got a great team. But that Chiefs team is finally fully healthy. Yeah, they're and fully healthy. Mahomes fully healthy. is Mahomes looks good again. Just went into New England and beat them. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think anything could happen in that type of a game. So I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, they're still my pick to come out of the AFC <laughs> right now. Yeah. Not not necessarily a hot take, but yeah, look, they do look really good. I would say they're my favorite. To. Uh, they're my favorite to come out of the AFC, but that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if that ever happens, if we do see Andy Reid and those Chiefs, you know, head over to Baltimore and play them, you know, Andy Reid, you know, he, I, I mean, I wouldn't say he outsmarted Belichick, but, you know, like he had a, you know, obviously better game plan, and, you know, I feel like he probably could do that again, you know, against Harbaugh uh, in Baltimore. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, I mean, it, it'll be definitely a good one if we see that, but, you know, like we got to see how these seeds line up. We gotta wait till this, you know, wild card round to happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, still, th I mean, three weeks left. You know, it's been some overall great football. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just been great. You know, you know, huge football guy, obviously. Um, yeah, can't wait for this week. Another question I got for you: Do you think Odell's leaving? <sighs> see, this is very <clears throat> sorry. This is very interesting because you do see those reports about Odell. You know, saying "Come get me." You know, to certain teams, and you know. There was this thing where there was this not stat, but there was this I don't know rumor that said Odell said come get me in all of October, and the teams that they played in October were the Niners, the Patriots, and the Seahawks. I don't know if you saw that, but I did see that. But I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I mean I don't know. Like if he if he does leave and he goes on the move again, I I, I don't know where he would go. Like, he's got to go somewhere where he knows he's going to have an elite quarterback yeah. for a significant amount of time. Yeah, that's why New England. It doesn't really make sense because it would only happen until next year. Yeah. We've already seen the Brady decline. 
Yeah. What if he takes another significant step back Seriously. next year? I don't think he would want to go there for a one-year, possibly win a title. I mean, it would be a good option to win a title, but if Brady just doesn't look the same, yeah. especially with another <laughs> year of wear and tear on that 42-year-old, possibly 43-year-old body, I just don't know if, you know, you don't want to bounce around all the time. No, yeah, you don't. Because you could yeah. be in New England, your next quarterback could be, you know, dog shit, and then you'd yeah. have to leave again. I think, man, the Seahawks would be a great option for him. Great. And then, of course, the Niners. I don't know if the Niners could afford him because yeah. there's going to have to be some guys that they're going to have to pay yeah. soon. That roster is loaded. They're going to have loaded. They're, they're going to have some cap. This is the Niners' sweet spot right now where yeah. they have a lot of guys that are young that they don't have to pay yet. In one, two years, it's going to become an issue when they got to pay some guys. He could go on a one-year loan to any of these teams. Yeah, for sure. Not a loan, but one-year deal to any of these teams. One-year stint. But... I don't know if he wants to bounce around all the time. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, if I'm Odell, if I'm looking at it, you know, I mean, with my talent, I mean, I want like I I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you know, that's when you you know kind of go into the question, you know, where do I go? You know, do I stick with the Browns? You know, you know, hope you know we get a better coach because Freddie Kitchens, you know, who knows his fate, but he's probably out the door. You know, I, I would say, um, but yeah, gotta be. He has he's to be. gotta be. He has to be. Man, like, probably the, <laughs> probably the worst coach in the NFL. I would say. Yeah. Right up there. Yeah, like this is just a classic Browns coach. Like, yeah. Just yeah, just all the hype. You know, with you know a great receiver in Odell and a promising young quarterback, and you're still just not. That's, that. that's why I think the Browns <laughs> next year could actually be significantly better than this year if yeah. they got a good coach. If there was no hype around them. I think sometimes hype can just ruin a team. Especially a team that hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah. There's a difference between a team that just won a Super Bowl, they're got the same squad together. Yeah. And they're going back into the next year and they you know, they got those Super Bowl expectations again. But to put Super Bowl expectations, which some <laughs> some people did, on a team that had not won more than uh 10 games in 20 years is crazy. It's madness, it especially is madness. with a team that when you look at them, they didn't have a good offensive line going into the year. Yeah. I guess somebody, some people thought that Freddie Kitchens was going to be this great coach. I had never even heard of him before. Yeah, I, season yeah I had never heard of him. I don't know, you know all that talk about Freddie Kitchens is the answer. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know, know about that one. A guy <laughs> named, I don't know if a guy named Freddie Kitchens is ever going to be the answer for anything unless it's at a restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good old Freddie. All right, so that was our recap and looking forward to the next week in the NFL. Yeah. Let's transition to talk a little college football. They did the final rankings for the college football playoff. We got number one, LSU, with Heisman Joe Burrow, versus number four, Oklahoma, led by Jalen Hurts. Number three, Clemson, led by Tyler Lawrence. And number two, Ohio State, led by Justin Fields. So, first matchup, Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Oklahoma, LSU. Who you got winning in that game? You know, it's 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 gonna be a good good fought game, but you know, I think I gotta go with the number one seed here. I gotta go with LSU. You know, they've they've proved that, you know, they are the best team in the country right now in that game against Alabama. Um, you know, they kinda showed it. And same with Georgia, you know, kinda just you know, taking care of their of their uh, you know division not division but you know uh, SEC overall. I mean, I think I got him. I got him beating Oklahoma. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is you know as magic as he is. You know, I mean, you know, it's gonna be a good game. But I think I think LSU's gonna come on top. Yeah, Oklahoma's looked too suspect against mm-hmm. too many teams. I mean, first of all, having to come back and have nail biters against Baylor twice this year. Yeah, it's losing to Kansas State. I just think, man, that defense is just going to get destroyed by LSU. Yeah. Because LSU's offense is unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. <laughs> they look unreal. Joe Burrow looks so just polished as a passer. Yeah. He... The way he steps up in the pocket, runs, his decision-making. I've never been – well, okay, I can't say I've never, but I am very confident that that guy is going to make a lot of money at the next level and be a really good quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. That guy looks really polished. He looks calm, composed. I really like him. Obviously going to be our Heisman winner. I got to say I agree. I think LSU beats Oklahoma. I don't know if it's really that close. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, yeah, LSU's problem is their defense, but it's not that big of a problem. They yeah. Can, they can hold teams down. Yeah, for sure. When they need to. Oklahoma, 
I don't trust their defense that much. They've looked very suspect at times. Mm-hmm. So I think LSU comes out. I think they beat Oklahoma by two to three scores. Yeah. I just think they look too impressive. The way they just beat down Georgia was impressive. Yeah. They've just looked impressive all year long. All year long. They haven't even really been that close to teams. I know Alabama only lost by, what, a, a score? But yeah. But it, it never felt that close. LSU kind of just... They, they looked like they were going to win the entire game. I like them. Their team is solid. The run, I like their running backs. I like their wide receivers. I like their whole squad. Yeah. Their and whole, and their, I think their defense will show up when it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that one, I don't know if that one will be close for me. But yeah. what I do expect to be an absolute <clears throat> barn burner, wouldn't be surprised if it went to overtime, I think there's going to be a lot of points. A lot of points. Is Ohio State versus Clemson. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. December 28th. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, for me, I think, you know, Ohio State's going to come out of it. I don't know, two 13-0 teams. You can't get any better than this, you know. Ohio State, Justin Fields, um, I think they take this one. Uh, you know, I think their defense should stop Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think, you know, Ohio State has too many weapons on both sides of the ball. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State 28-24. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I like that prediction. I'm going to take one a little bit differently. I've been kind of mulling over this for a while, and as mu- I've watched way more Ohio State than I have Clemson. Same. Just because of time, zone, and when they've been on. Yeah. But, I mean, I love Justin Fields. He has looked unbelievable all year long. I love J.K. J. Dobbins, who is the most probably underrated back in the entire country, except for maybe Clemson's running back. Mm-hmm. Um, their offense looks absolutely unstoppable. Chase Young is probably the best player in the draft. Yeah. He won't go number one because Cincinnati needs a quarterback. Yeah. But I think he's the best player in the draft. And it wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati just took him at one. Yeah. yeah. And I like Ohio State's defense, but I watched them get exposed a little bit versus Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin's Mm -hmm. a great team. Sometimes you just come out a little bit slow in the first half, but... I think Clemson, with the experience of Trevor Lawrence having already won a national title, all I mean, you know, half the guys in that roster have already won a national title. Ohio State wasn't in the playoff last year. I I'm gonna take Clemson over Ohio State in a really close one, cool. but I think it's gonna be, I think it's probably like 34, 31, maybe even in the 40s. I think it's okay. gonna be a hell of a game. Wouldn't be surprised if it goes to overtime. I think at the end of the day, even though I think Ohio State's team is a little bit better, I'm going to take the experience of Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields. And that's probably the only thing that splits it for me. Yeah, it's a great call. You know, I'm, I'm reading the stat here. You know, I'm not really stat. It's just out, out of all the outcomes that Clemson had, you know, they've out of all their games, six of them have been over 50 points. Just <laughs> destroying <laughs> teams. Destroying teams. They had, they had one, then that's what hurt them. That's why they're at three is because there's a lot of teams, there's a lot yeah. of bad teams in the ACC. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't played anybody, but I mean they've slaughtered everybody they have. Like ACC championship games, 62 to 17. Like, unbelievable. Unreal. Un- unbelievable. Unreal. And, and they had one close game against. Texas A&M. They had the close game against yeah. Texas A&M, which Ooh, wasn't Carolina. super close, but the North Carolina game, which possibly should have lost. But yeah. that's a well-coached <laughs> team, Mac Brown, back mm-hmm. in college. Yep. Um, good point. You know, I, th- that North Carolina team is going to be good sooner rather than later just because of head coaching and recruiting. They took a step forward this year. But, you know, I just think they, they got a little bit close, and they finally, like, turned it on towards the end of the year. I think they were honestly sleepwalking. I think they've almost gotten bored. I mean, they've lost one game in the last three years. It Sometimes it's easy for a team to get forgotten about because it's like, oh, they're not, you know, th- of yeah. course they're winning. They're blah, 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 all this shit. But, I mean, towards the end of the year, though, there, I think you could have put almost anybody against them and they would have just slaughtered them. So I'll take Clemson in the upset. Not, well, upset because it's three versus two, but. I'll take that. And then LSU versus Clemson, another just toss-up game. I mean, it depends really who just shows up. If either one of these defenses um, makes a play, something like that, I trust both quarterbacks. I think they're both – it's going to be a stellar game. But I will take 
Clemson in that one, and I think they're going to be my national champion. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if if I didn't pick Ohio State, you know, to beat Clemson, um, and if I would have picked Clemson to move on, yeah, I think I would probably pick Clemson too. You know, it's all about the experience. Trevor Lawrence has been in this situation, you know, you know, consecutive times now, um, and you know, with just his experience and we you know with Dabo, you know, being one of the best coaches out there, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I think they do have a shot, um, you know. With, you know, I think if, L, if if Ohio State wins and LSU plays them, you know that'll be another you know stellar game, great game. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go kind of crazy. I'm gonna st- say that Ohio State win are, are, are my national champions. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I can't argue that. There's been times this year where I'm watching them. I'm going. There's no doubt that is the best team in the country. Yeah. No it, question. Yeah. I mean. You know, like all those three teams, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, you know, what you just said, I have pretty much experienced. All three of them. All three of them. All three of them, it's a coin flip if they play. I just like Clemson's experience a little bit better because Ohio State and LSU weren't even in the playoff last year. But so I'll take Clemson's experience. But like I said, if any of those three teams won, wouldn't be absolutely no surprise. The only one that would be surprised if Oklahoma walks out of this national championship, <laughs> yeah. I would be very surprised. Yeah, that's very, the only one I would be really surprised. surprised on. Here, I have some for you. Let's go to the Rose Bowl here. Okay, we got um, Wisconsin and Oregon. Yeah, we have number six Oregon and number eight Wisconsin on ESPN at two p.m. I like how the last time these teams played, it was Russell Wilson and Marcus Mariota <laughs> yeah. in the Rose Bowl. In the Rose Bowl, which is lit. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah which, it's it's really lit. Um, yeah, Oregon, Wisconsin, uh, you know, as much as, you know, I very much dislike Oregon. I mean, I have some family that, you know, live in Oregon. I have a mm-hmm. cousin, you know, it's, uh, that's an SA Oregon right now, um, you know, doing his thing. Um, I'm going to take Oregon on this, you know, I- I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, even though Wisconsin's favored by two and a half, I'm going to take Oregon. I, th- I think Herbert, you know, I think this is his year, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it-, it was a revenge tour all year besides those two losses, um, yeah, Oregon, you know, coming, you know, new year for them. You know, their revenge tour was going strong. Only two losses coming to Arizona State and Auburn. Um, and, you know, Wisconsin sitting there at, you know, at 10-3. and three. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to take Oregon. I think, you know, um, they have a good offense. And I think, you know, they were meant to be in the Rose Bowl. And I think that, you know, it's going to be a lot of – it's going to be hectic down there. So, I'm going to take Oregon 21-17. I'm going to keep it close. Yeah, I like I liked the low score in this one. I think it mm-hmm. will be a low-scoring game. I, I can't lie, I'll have to agree on this one. I like Oregon. I think Utah was a really, really, really good team, and Oregon throttled them. Mm-hmm. Utah was a team that was, I mean, they were, they were the only option to go to the playoff. They were playing for, yeah. you know, a national championship berth. They had everything to play for, all the momentum on their side. That one hurt. And then they just go and get just slaughtered by Oregon. Yeah. And so I'll take Oregon on that one. I think Arizona State was a crazy fluke loss. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely a fluke. It sucked. And you know, I I I think Wisconsin coming off the heels of man, a pretty just devastating loss to Ohio State. They really I mean, being up 14 in the at, at halftime of the Big 10 Championship game thinking, man, we're going to do it. We're going to yeah. beat them. We got them. And then just putting up a big goose egg in the yeah, second half. unbelievable. And then losing by almost three scores <laughs> after you were up 14 at <laughs> halftime. That's just brutal. I mean, I was shocked. I mean, it was halftime. Yeah, I, it was brutal. I was shocked. You know, I was watching that whole game, and it was just crazy. You know, Wisconsin looked like, you know, they wanted it more until the second half hit. And then, you know. Ohio State just imposed their will, which, I mean, are we going to blame them? Maybe that's the best team in the country. Could be. Possibly is. That was a tough one. I just think whenever you have a loss going into your last game, especially when you have three weeks to sit and think about it, it hurt. You know, it has a hurt on your motivation. Not motivation. I mean, they're they're obviously going to be very motivated. Yeah. But it takes a hurt on, you know, your psyche. I don't know. I think Oregon, especially with, you know, the stadium's going to be 75% Ducks fans anyway oh, yeah, because it's in Pasadena. Yeah. So, you know, you get you get a little bit more of the crowd into it on your side. I think Oregon wins this one. I think they finish out the season, at, you know, end up with having a pretty good year. Yeah, 12 wins for them, not bad at all. You know, so these these next three games I want to cover, we can go we can go pretty quick on them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have the Outback Bowl, Citrus Bowl, and, you know, the All-State Sugar Bowl. I'm going to go with the All-State Sugar Bowl first. We have number five, Georgia, against number seven, Baylor. 
um, 5.45 on, on January 1st, the new year. So, um, you know, with Georgia and Baylor, it's going to be a tough one. I think Georgia's probably the better team, you know, they're mm-hmm. ranked five, you know, with those two losses. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely can see Georgia winning probably 24-14. Yeah, I like Georgia in this one too, but it really it wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Baylor won. Yeah, I think yeah. Baylor does have a good team. Obviously, their two losses coming to Oklahoma. Hmm. And Georgia, they're a really good team. Uh, they I just watched them get smacked by LSU. Yeah, that but, was ridiculous. Like I said, LSU might probably is the best team in the country. So you can't really you got to take that with a grain of salt. Exactly, and you know right here, you know Georgia, you know p- played a tough game at Florida, and you know took that game and really proved that they can win on the road, and mm-hmm. you know they don't really, you know back down to any pressure. Um, and you know you know earlier in the season too, you know playing number seven Notre Dame, then number mm-hmm. seven Notre Dame, you know, another close the only, game. The only thing I would be worried about with Georgia is if Jake Fromm is checked out because he's just thinking about the NFL. The NFL. <laughs> thinking about the draft, doesn't want to necessarily put his body out there and get injured. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could see having going for Baylor's way is if you know there's some Georgia guys that are like, okay, I'm just. I just need, if especially if some Georgia guys sit out, yeah, because they didn't make the national champion or you know mm-hmm. the semifinals, I could see that hurting them. But yeah. other than that, if those things don't happen and Jake Fromm is putting it all out on the line, I think Georgia wins by yeah probably like ten or so. Yeah. All right, the, the VRBO Citrus Bowl with number fourteen Michigan and thirteen Alabama. Alabama's gonna smack them. Yeah, smack them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be ugly unless it's gonna be ugly unless there's a lot of Alabama guys that sit out. Sit, yeah, obviously they don't have Tua, so that helps Michigan's case. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll take Alabama in this one by oh, I don't know, seventeen because Michigan probably gets a garbage time touchdown or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't see that one being close. I'll take Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with you, Sam. I'll go mm-hmm. 24-13 Alabama. Okay. And, and then yeah, this last one on on New Year's Day, we have the Outback Bowl, number eighteen Minnesota and number twelve Auburn. I think you know. I think Auburn, you know, is playing pretty good. I mean, obviously, you know, they've you know gotten a little. They've been. They were a little shaky, you know, towards the end of the season. Well, they got that upset on Bama last mm-hmm. on the last week yeah, of the that, year. That was that was pretty. That was unbelievable. That that was a game. That was probably the best game this mm-hmm. whole year. I think you know that oh, was just, that was great a game. Great game. Forty eight, forty five. You can't really ask for anything else. Um, yeah, and you know you don't really know you know what you're gonna get out of Minnesota. I'm gonna you know take Auburn, you know twenty eight fourteen. We'll take Auburn in that one too. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go down to our Cougs. Yeah, yeah. We Cougs. are in the Cheez It Bowl. Cheez It Bowl. Hell yeah! <laughs> against Air Force. <laughs> I don't even two. know if we've ever played Air Force before. Or Air Force is a good team. They were ranked for a decent amount of the year. Yeah. They're ten and two. I think they run the triple offense, triple option on offense. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> triple op, triple option on offense. Triple option on offense. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I think this is you know you look at Air Force and you go, wow, we should really be you know one of these military schools. But they're actually a really good team. Yeah. It's probably going to be pretty close. It's down there in Arizona, like that, Phoenix, mm-hmm. Arizona. I think, man, I don't know. We'll see if the de- obviously if the defense shows up. The defense has whole, to show up. We're a whole yeah. different team. If they don't, we'll probably lose. <laughs> yeah, because that's not, yeah. Because we lose to bad teams when the defense doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah, and they that, have that's a tendency much, to not show up. Yeah, I mean, you you obviously hate to see it. You know, six and six. You know, off of a great year last year. You yeah. Know? Um, but you know, I'm gonna go with my Cougs here. You know, I think that yeah. I think if you know if the defense shows up, I think they will because they've had you know one hell of a season. You know, kind of evening out at six and six. Time you know, to rest, prepare. To rest. You know, get a month or so to yeah. prepare for one team. One team. So, or I don't even know when. When what day is the bowl? Oh. A few. Well, it's it's not a whole month. Definitely not a whole it's, month. But it's December twenty seventh. Yeah. So you know, fifteen on ESPN. You get seventeen, eighteen days, about three weeks to prepare for one team. Hopefully, they got a scheme. 
knowing the Cougs defense, they probably won't. We're going to have to win a game 50 to 51. Yeah, just like that game against Oregon State. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that probably. Was a great game. But yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'll take the Cougs in a barn burner. Uh, my prediction 48 45. Okay. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> go, yeah I'll, go, I'll go 35 31. There you go. That's probably more realistic. But yeah, but. you know, just kind of kind of going off more of that, you know, I think Anthony Gordon just mm-hmm. has to keep doing this thing. You know, there's no really, there's no, you know, there's really no. What other way to put it? He can throw the ball, you know. He really can. He's quick. Hopefully, he doesn't throw any picks because he's thrown a lot this season. <laughs> he's thrown a few. He's made a couple of bad decisions, but I mean, there's no doubt the guy can sling the rock. We're definitely gonna put up points. Um, the only teams we haven't put up points against are teams with really, really solid defenses. Yeah. So yeah, I think there'll be points in abundance. If you're betting on this game, I definitely take the over. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that one. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I don't think I've ever watched the Cougs play Air Force. Yeah. So it's and always kind of fun to watch them play a team that they've never played before. And please, Mike Leach, let's get Borgie involved. God, quickly, just quickly. Give, just give Borgie the ball. Give Borgie the ball often. Give Borgie the ball Bro, all I'll the tell time. You, I, I was watching the Cal game back home in Seattle, and I saw the first two plays. The first play was a 12-yard carry mm-hmm. by Borgie. And then what happens next? A, you know, an interception. And, you know, that just kind of sh- shows you, you know, you should stick with Borgie, you know. If it's working, keep going. If it's it. working, yeah. And obviously, you know, that one run, you know, was, you know, to the left and he was, he's fast. He's, he's able to get out there. But, you know, I just, you want to get, you know, Max involved as much as you can. Um, if not, that's fine. But, you know, you know, give him some screens, you know, you know, give him some pitches, you know, give him some runs, give him anything. Just find any way to get the ball in his hands. It's, yeah. It's been really frustrating some games where, He's had a really good force first quarter yeah. or a first drive, and then we've completely gone away from him yeah. and only go to him a few more times in the game. Yeah, I mean, he's your most dynamic player on offense. He gets the ball with the most amount of space, especially when we're hitting him coming out of the backfield. Yeah. His, he's averaging, I mean, shit, five, six yards a carry. I just don't understand why we don't go to him more. I know we run the air raid and we don't hand it off to him, but, I mean, that doesn't mean we can't hit him on a shit ton of screens. Yeah, give him some screens. Just, Get the ball in his hands as much as possible. And, like, yeah, like, obviously, we have Arcanado and uh, Aesop Winston Jr. And, mm-hmm. and Patman. You know, those are three solid receivers. Um, And, you know, you get them, you know, and get their route running, you know, in these next, you know, what, month left we have mm-hmm. until the game, you know. You just uh, you just get those guys involved and, you know, go Cougs as always. You know, I you know I, I love my squad. Um, So, you know, just hopefully we can come out with a dub. Yeah. I think you got to have hope, and I think we will. Get above 500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's a little recap of all the... But what? You see that? New, number one Louisville upset. Fall to, they, they fall to the Texas Tech Red Raiders, 70-57 to 57 at oh. Mad, Madison Square Garden. Oh, oh, we got breaking news, breaking news. Breaking news right here, all right. Break the news, break the news. All right, so number one Louisville has been upset by the Texas Tech Red Raiders, 70-57 to at the Madison Square Garden. Pretty crazy. You know, haven't really been... You know, following too much college basketball because there's I, been a new number one every week. <laughs> I can't, I can't get into it this week. There's no, yeah, there's you, no, you can't get into it. There's no big names yet. There's no, nobody. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to tune in. I need to watch that guy. Plus, I'm st- we're still in like college football, basically. Yeah. NFL, all NFL that stuff. Taking, it's taking like, over. yeah. In, until football is completely done, it's tough for me to get into to get into college basketball. But, I mean, hey, shit, Texas Tech was in the national championship game last year. So, yeah. I mean, how much of an upset is it really? Exactly. Know? They, uh, they're they obviously still a really, really good program. Yeah. Um, but, okay, uh, we're so we're on basketball. Let's uh, talk about the NBA a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that, you know, kind of got me happy was, you know, Carmelo. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony finally getting his chance back with the mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers, you know. His love first, to see it. You love to see it. First three games, you know, you, you you put up two double doubles, and you know, you start to wonder if he's actually you know mellow, and he is. You know, he's he's back. You know, um, it took a while, it took a long time, mm-hmm. but he finally did it, and you know, just you know, from all of his days to Denver to New York, you know, to Houston. Um, this is probably the best fit I've seen for him yeah. since since New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. Really in, I like him in their offense. He's obviously making a difference for them. I think 
Portland, once they get Nurkic back and, you know, the team just starts gelling a little bit more together, they're probably going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Um, the only thing that is hurting them is Rodney Hood being out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty sure he's done for the season. Yeah, right? he tore his Achilles. Yeah, he that tore was tough. Achilles. That, that was tough. tough. Um, but, you know, I mean, you have Melo, so hopefully you can just give him the ball, you know, a little bit more and hopefully they can get that eighth or seventh seed in there. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's early in the season. We're only about a quarter of the way through. Yeah. I think there's a, still a solid chance that they, you know, go on a little run, get that six, maybe five seed. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. The, the West is deep, but... Well, the West is deep. It'll be hard for Portland to get up there, but... But, I mean, shit, Portland's been a three seed, two seed, or three seed before, so, I mean... There's no reason they can't do it again. Yeah. I think Dame just needs to turn it on, really. He, he, he has to turn it on pretty soon or else they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. McCollum's been playing well. But, he has. He has. You know, if, if your number two player is the only guy that is, you know, playing like himself, then you got a problem. Yeah, I think the addition of Hassan Whiteside, you know, has definitely increased, you know, you he's know, been all right. Yeah, he's been all right. You know, I think he just needs to play a little bit harder. He's just not the scorer he yeah. really used to be. Yeah. He's, he, but he, he mean, used he, to be. <laughs> he can still get you some boards, he make can, some for plays. Sure. I just he's, I don't know what they were thought they were gonna get in him because I mean his last few you know his last year in Miami looked pretty fucking bad. Yeah, so he didn't look that all. Good. I don't know what they thought they were getting. I, honestly, he's playing better than I thought he was. Yeah, would, would so I mean that's good for them. Mm-hmm. So look, so yeah, best records in the NBA about a quarter way through. We have the Lakers and Bucks, both at twenty one and three apiece. Um, you know, I, I know you're a huge Celtics guy. Yes, uh, sir. You know, go sees. You know, I mean, obviously, I don't really have a favorite NBA team. You know, I'm just glad the Lakers are doing good. I know, I know, a lot of people say like wherever LeBron goes, I go. And I used to be like that, but now like I don't know, like with the Clippers being eighteen and seven, and you know, Lakers being twenty one and three. Like, are the Lakers really the better team? Like, you have to you know question that. And I, right now, I think they are. Um, but, you know, I think once they play each other on Christmas Day, you know, that'll really tell you how the rest mm-hmm. of the season's going to go. And, I mean, it all just depends on the playoffs. Obviously, the Lakers don't really care if they're the one seed or the two seed. Because, yeah. I mean, when they play in Staples Centers, they are the home team. <laughs> they they Which, are the so, home team. So, I mean, what a nice luxury to have to not care if you're the one or the two seed. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the Lakers have looked really impressive. LeBron and AD are unstoppable together. It looks like Kobe and Shaq. It really does. It really does. I mean, it's it's that much of a comparison because you got LeBron, which is about on the same level as prime Kobe at, you know, just mm-hmm. about. And then Shaq and AD are not that far off than you would think. Yeah. I mean, LeBron or Shaq's obviously the most dominant player we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, AD is AD. putting up his unreal numbers. Dropped a 50 burger unreal. the other night. He looks unbelievable. He's definitely going to win M- or, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. He'll be top three, top four for MVP right there with Giannis and Luka. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their team. I think the their role players have worked out better than anybody thought they would. Yeah. I didn't was, yeah. I didn't think Dwight Howard was gonna play this good. Kobe, I knew I, think, I knew Danny Green was good, but I didn't he's been playing as good as I thought he would. I knew he was a really good player. Playing Danny Green basketball, getting in there, yeah. playing Scrappy D and you know, shooting that three. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, obviously Kuzma's been struggling, but you know he like he is pretty young, so you kind of keep the ha- you kind of have to you know, like understand that. But like you know, Kuzma's the one they kept in that trade. Kuzma's kind of only been the guy that I've been let down with this year. Yeah. he hasn't looked that great. Yeah, he I hasn't. mean you know it's obviously going to take him some time. Young players always take a little bit more time when you add great players in the mix, such as you know when Jason Tatum and. Jalen Brown had to get used to playing with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, their numbers went down ex- incredibly. Drastically. Drastically. Cr- unbelievable. How, unbelievable. How that works. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then you see as soon as they're gone, they continue their development, and now they're both averaging over 20 points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it'll take Kuzma to get used to, but, I mean, it's kind of a nice luxury that he only has to be their fourth option right now. Yeah, and, you know, with... Avery Bradley coming back off injury. Uh, he's playing tonight. Uh, he's playing tomorrow um, mm-hmm. against the Magic. So we'll see how he is. But yeah, I think like you said, those role players. I don't think anyone's really expecting them to play as good as they are. Like twenty one and three. Like, yeah, people can hate on you know, you know, like all, all the weak teams they play, but they've gotten wins against good teams too. Like the only thing I would do if I was the Lakers is I might put together a deal 
because I want them to get rid of, you know, as a Celtics fan, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I, I would like it if they don't win, but I love LeBron, so I kind of do root kinda, for him. Yeah. But if they were to get better, I would want them to package, like, maybe Caldwell Pope and somebody like maybe either Rondo, Rondo or yeah. or Avery Bradley. Well, I think they're all good players, but I think if you package them together, maybe give them some, a, a younger player or something like that yeah. and go out and get a good defensive wing for them. Yeah. Because they got scoring. I mean, you got LeBron, AD, Danny Green. I think if they went and got a lockdown defender out on the wing, I think that would be really good for them. Yeah. But obviously, you, you pretty much have a finished product right now. I think they've gelled much better than anybody thought they would be yeah. at this point. Succeeded LeBron all. and AD have worked better together than even like the most optimistic people thought they would be. So, yeah, it's really worked out for them. Lakers look great. And then, you know, you got the Clippers, Dallas, Denver in there. I think Clippers, I Utah. mean, as far as we've seen, it's really just Lakers, Clippers. Yeah. I don't see anybody else. The only thing I would say, the only thing I could see giving either the Lakers or the Clippers a run for their money is if Harden and Westbrook mm. are playing out of their <laughs> are playing out of their minds when the playoff come by and they're just shooting lights out. Westbrook and Harden. That's that's crazy. Like I mean, yeah, the Rockets, like I don't know what it is. Like I don't know, losing to the Kings, you know, just the other tough night. One, tough, tough one. Tough one. Tough one, yeah. I mean and you know, I, I think they'll bounce back for sure. But yeah, like that I think other than the Clippers, that will be their only truly run for their money. Mm-hmm. But I mean Westbrook, I don't know. I mean, is he that good? Like, like, will he come up clutch? I don't know. I think it's he um, has to. He has to get the ball to, to Harden yeah. in crunch time. Yeah. But yes, I think he does make the difference with them because I, I think he's better than Chris Paul. I think he is. Too. I think he's better than Chris Paul. Oh, so yeah. I mean, you just upgraded. The only thing is, he just can't screw them by trying to jack up threes, yeah. and especially in crunch time, he can't do it. But so yeah, I mean, of course, you know, it, not not. <clears throat> of course, not a hot take, but Lakers, Clippers, definitely, that's the only well, matchup I can see being in the Western Conference Finals. Yes. As of right now, everybody stays healthy. Yeah, that's the, the only. more interesting thing is the East. Who knew the Bucks were going to be this good? Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Especially with Middleton having been injured and then yeah. losing Brogdon and being, you know, tied of having the best record in the league. Giannis has taken it to a whole other level. Yeah. I didn't even know he had another level in him. <laughs> yeah. He he said he was only at 80% last year of where he could be. Clearly he was right. He's gotten yeah. even better somehow. He's un, really unstoppable. Unbelievably way better. I mean, yeah. He can go wherever he wants at any time with whoever's guarding him. No one's going to stop him. It's unbelievable. I mean, you saw them against the Clippers, you know? I mean, I didn't think they'd blow him out like that. Or Just by 40 at one point. 40. It was nuts. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and like, you know, and like... And Kawhi see, was playing. Yeah, and like, and yeah, so was PG. And like, you saw those, uh, you, you saw that uh, matchup last year in the Eastern Conference Finals with mm-hmm. the Bucks and Raptors. And you see how... You know, it wasn't the Bucks hitter the first two games, and then Kawhi, you know, just deed up and, you know, just took that team. Obviously, yeah. if there's a little bit, you know, player, you know, swaps, and, you know, Kawhi yeah. has different, you know, players to work with. But, um, yeah, that's – it'll be yeah. – We'll see. It all comes down to the playoffs. I mean, they mm-hmm. still got to prove themselves in the playoffs. That's what it all ends up coming down to. But the Bucks are dangerous, and I wouldn't necessarily want to play them in the playoffs. Yeah. But as a Celtics fan, I mean, I'm just pretty hyped because, you know, we got – Four guys averaging right around twenty points. We got Marcus Smart, who's, I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna win it because of AD and yeah. other guys. But I mean, right in there for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Makes all the crazy little hustle plays. He's actually upped his scoring significantly from last year. Yeah, that's been the one of the key things in elevating our game. The team is passing the ball around really well. Not having Kyrie, the offense is, runs way more smoothly. Yeah. I love it. They're a really fun team to watch. Jason Tatum is starting to emerge as an all-star. Yeah. It's a really fun team to root for. I'm glad they're my team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Celtics, you know, 17-5 and five right now. You know, tied with the Heat for that second place. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think the Celtics, if they stay healthy and they have a strict game plan for Giannis, I think the Celtics could come out the East. Like, I mean, obviously, that's not my prediction yet because it's too early to see. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have to wait until after Christmas. And, you know, once we get to about that 65 to 70%, like, through the whole season. Yeah, you start making those predictions. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, right now, 
Yeah, I'd probably say the Bucks just because of that record, Bucks and Lakers. I, I think a lot of people have the Bucks and Lakers in the finals, and the Lakers taking it. But could see that. That would be that would be, that would be a dream. That I would think, be your dream. I think for the Lakers because I mean, shit, you just put AD on Giannis for the whole game. For the yeah, every game, pretty much for the <laughs> whole game. If not, I mean, you could probably have Avery Bradley out there. You probably put. Avery Bradley out there guarding on the perimeter because Avery Bradley's a really good defender. Yeah. And then, obviously, if he drives, you just move over AD on him. And then, I mean, shit, you got two absolute freak unicorns just <laughs> going at each other. You got two seven-foot monsters Giants. who can shoot and can dribble. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it would be unbelievable. So, yeah, that would be a really fun matchup. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, I mean, we knew it was going to be the most exciting NBA season going into it. It has completely lived up to everything we thought it would be. Yeah. And so, yeah, it'll, it'll be really really fun to watch going down the stretch. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um, and then who you got, I see, in your MVP race there? Is yeah. that uh, is that in order? No, it's not in order. These oh, okay. Are, yeah, yeah, these are just some names that I've kind of just, you know, wrote down. James Harden, LeBron James, Luka, Giannis. I could put AD in there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Are there, are there any more names that you think you could go on this list? You know, I know those four or five, but those, honestly, are probably the only realistic ones. No, yeah, those are definitely <laughs> the only realistic ones right now. I would just probably put, I would probably put AD in there. Yeah. I mean, shit, when I watch the Lakers games, as great as LeBron is, and it's insane that he's in year 17 and still in the top three of the MVP race right now. But when I watch Laker games, I just look at it and I go, man, who's the most unstoppable player on this court right now? And, like, it, it's it's AD. The brow. It's AD. It's <laughs> it like, is Anthony Davis. You know, he's he's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. So, yeah, that, the, the only name I would add to that is AD, but unless something drastically happens yeah. throughout, throughout the course of the season. I mean, it, Giannis has got it in the bag. He, yeah, he, he definitely threw, has it in the bag. Which, like. through the first 25 games of the year, like, I don't know if any players had it, like, in the bag already, but <laughs> yeah. but it's Giannis. The only th- and then, the, well, I could say if he did start to slow off or, or maybe had an injury that had him sit out for a little bit, yeah. then, I mean, Luka is the clear number two after yeah. him. Uh-huh. He's putting up unreal stats for an, uh, a second-year player. He's He's probably one of the funnest players to watch in the league yeah he really is like you just you know like you see his swagger and like you see every time he goes out in the court like he just like he want like he just he has fun like that's why i enjoy watching dallas you know luke just goes out there and he just i mean he just balls out you know um you know very young still and he has a huge huge future ahead Mm -hmm. of him Um, he's got mvps written plural in the bag in in his future yeah and you think if he stays in dallas and you know cuban can find some other players to play around him i wouldn't i i I wouldn't go as far as to say they could be you know the number one seed in the west but you know once lebron and ad get you know a little seasoned um and same with Kawhi, and if you know people from the west go to the east east to the west um, you know, Luca. You know, and the Mavs. You know, they. He'll could. find himself in some finals someday. Yeah, he I will. I think Mark Cuban is a competent owner, and I mean, he's already surrounded him with Porzingis. Porzingis obviously isn't Porzingis yet, but with a pretty bad injury like that, you got to give a player until his full next season in to really start assessing them. I think Porzingis will be fine, and if he gets back to that level he was at in New York, that's going to be a crazy one-two combo. Oh, yeah, it's going to... And, yeah, I mean, they're the, the problem with Dallas right now is uh, just the bench is a bunch of nobodies. Bench <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, shit, tell you. Shit, even their fifth best player, you know, they got a starter that it's like, man, this guy is not really good. Not good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they, got, they got to fill out that roster, but... Luca and Porzingis are definitely a couple of guys that I could see role players really wanting to play with because mm-hmm. Luca's a really good passer, rebounder. He, he seems really chill. He's kind of got a little bit of dog in him. He does. You know, he's got he a little feistiness in him. So I could definitely see a lot of people wanting to play yeah. with him. So yes, just keep cooking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, something. On, yeah, I wrote this down too. Just something you you love to see. You know. We all talk about the Warriors dynasty, you know, five and twenty, last place in the West. You know, I, I just have to say that, you know, sorry. it's good. To, it's yeah. nice to see. It's refreshing. It, it it is refreshing. You know, I mean, Kawhi really did bring balance. You know, back to the NBA. He's like Thanos, um, man. Yeah, he is. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, the Warriors will still be good. Not this year, but you know, once they get all their guys back, you know, and you you know put that in with with the new Clippers and Lakers and yeah. Dallas and yeah. everyone in the West. 
it's gonna be it'll be scary. It's gonna be a fight for the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, just covered some NBA. Yeah. Thank so you. I mean, good pod, man. Good to have you on. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Got a solid hour here. Yeah, it fucking, so, it was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just wanted to end off, but I know we've all, you know, have kind of heard the news about you know Juice World recently uh, passing away from a seizure. You know, that's kind of you know, uh, kind of you know, just kind of a warning. You know, just to all those you know young ones who kind of want to go into that you know music. You know, it's 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 really hard to see. You know, I'm a big Juice World fan too, and so is my little sister. You hate to see that, but yeah. Um, R.I.P. Juice. R.I.P. Juice. Damn. All right, so we'll end on that. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. See you guys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Kooks. Uh